Did you know I wrote a book? My book, Diabetes Sucks, You Can Handle It, is your guide to managing the emotional challenges of type 1 diabetes. And I want to offer you the book for free. You can download the book by going to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash book. You'll join thousands of other people who have read this book and taken the skills and tools they've learned from this book and applied them to their lives with type 1 diabetes. You can download the book now and start implementing the tools today. That's www.thribepsychologist.com forward slash book. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. In this episode of the podcast, I want to tell you the key to accepting type 1 diabetes. These are some of the things that I hear almost every day in my practice. I'm having a hard time accepting type 1 diabetes. I just want to be okay with type 1 diabetes. And I keep on thinking about the past and my life before type 1 diabetes. And I'm having such a hard time letting it go. When I hear someone say this to me, I know that they are having a hard time accepting diabetes. They're having a hard time making sense of diabetes, and they're having a hard time wrapping their head around the fact that diabetes is with them. It's not going away, but trying to figure out how they can live a free and flexible life, even though they have diabetes, without holding on to the past. But this is easier said than done. By holding on to the past, they make it more difficult for themselves to accept diabetes, to move on, and to come to a place where they can be okay with having type 1 diabetes. What I tell these folks is that they need to come to a place where they are at peace having type 1 diabetes, where they're okay with it, where it doesn't cause them stress. And getting to that place, getting to that point of acceptance is a process and not necessarily an easy one. Now, I want to ask you this question. When you hear me say, you need to get to a place where you're at peace with having type 1 diabetes, what do you think? What is your immediate reaction? If you're like most people, you push back. And you ask, why on earth would I want to accept type 1 diabetes? I know I need to. I know it's the best thing for me. But I really don't want to. I really don't want to accept the fact that it's here with me. It's not going anywhere. And I really don't want to accept the fact that it's causing me all kinds of stress. And so I wonder, and I ask my patients, and I'm going to ask you too, is your pushback, is your resistance when you hear me say this part of the challenge of accepting the fact that you have diabetes and coming to a place of peace with it? 
let's talk for a minute about what happens when you don't accept you have type 1 diabetes. When you pretend like it's not there or when you pretend like it's going to go away sometime by some sort of magical fiat. There are three things that happen. The first thing is you hold on to the past. You live in the past. You think back to the time in your life when diabetes wasn't a part of your life. And you wish, you dream, you hope you get those days back. You think of the days when you went out to a restaurant and didn't have to count carbs. Or you could order whatever you wanted without thinking about it. And you miss those days. And you think back to them. And you hold on to them. When you do that, it makes it much harder to move on. The second thing that happens when you're having a hard time accepting type 1 diabetes is you get triggered. You get triggered when you think about what diabetes means about you. You get triggered when something reminds you of your life before diabetes. And so what do you do? You try to avoid those things. You try to avoid thinking about them. And then what happens? When you can't accept the fact that you have diabetes, everything about type 1 diabetes gets so much worse because you're holding on to something that you can't have and you're focusing on that, focusing on what you can't have as opposed to accepting what's going on for you and looking to the future and what the future holds. And trust me, once you're able to accept that diabetes is part of your life and that it's not going away, the future will get a whole lot brighter for you. I want to tell you a story about somebody I've worked with in the past who has come to a place of acceptance with type 1 diabetes. But for this person, it was a long journey. Tom was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was in his mid-30s. So he had a long life before diabetes. And everything about his life now reminds him of that life. And he so badly wants to hold on to it. He loves surfing. He loves mountain climbing, mountain biking. And he has a belief that because he has diabetes, those things have to stop. And those beliefs made it much harder for him to accept the fact that he has type 1 diabetes. One, because he doesn't want to have diabetes. But two, he doesn't want to believe that these things are true. But here's the thing. They're not true. He can still surf. He can still mountain bike. He can still do all the things he wants to do. But he holds on to that past of being able to do them in a carefree way. It's that little thing he holds on to. That little wish that things were different that things weren't so challenging when he wants to do these activities, that really makes things worse for him. Because he focuses on diabetes. He focuses on what he can't do with diabetes now. Some of which is true, some of which is not true. But that just makes everything worse. Once he was able to come to a place of acceptance with diabetes, to see that it's there, to accept it's not going away, and to be okay with that, to be at peace with that, Everything got better for him. He wasn't always thinking about the past. And that opened up the possibility for him to do the things he loves to do. Thinking about those activities no longer triggers him. He's able to do them with an acceptance of who he is and what he has to deal with right now. And for him, that was really powerful. So what does it mean to accept the fact you have diabetes or to accept diabetes in your life? 
Accepting means acknowledging and being okay with the fact that you have diabetes. So acknowledging it, making it known to yourself, possibly even making it known to other people, depending on your comfort level. That's the easy part, but it can be a big challenge to get there. And the next step is being okay with the fact that you have diabetes. Not loving it, not wanting it, but accepting it and being okay with it and not trying to fight it. That's the key, is when we try to fight these things, when we don't accept them and say, I'm going to push it away, even though I know it's impossible to get rid of, that's where the challenge of acceptance really shows its ugly face. Once you're able to acknowledge diabetes and be okay with the fact that you have it, to be able to live your life even with diabetes along for the ride, even when it's annoying, even when it's not comfortable, that can really bring you to a place of acceptance. So I think it's also important to recognize what acceptance is not. Because the pushback that I get from people when I let them know that their best course of action is going to be to accept the fact that they have diabetes often comes from a misunderstanding about what acceptance is and what it's not. Accepting the fact that you have diabetes does not mean that you love diabetes and that you want to have it. It doesn't even mean that you like diabetes or that you would wish it on somebody else. Acceptance doesn't mean that you want to have it or that you want to give it a hug or that you even want to give it a high five or talk to it. It means acknowledging it and recognizing that it's there with you and being okay with that. But doesn't mean having a close, personal, and friendly relationship. That may help, but that's not what acceptance of type 1 diabetes is. At the beginning of this episode, I told you I was going to give you the key to accepting type 1 diabetes. And now is the time for me to give it to you. When you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, it was a loss to you. You lost your sense of health, perhaps. Maybe you lost the ability to eat whatever you want without caring. Maybe you lost the confidence that you used to have. And not to say that those things can't come back, but it's important to mourn the loss that you've had and recognize it's been a real loss and come to a place of peace with that. If you don't recognize that diabetes is challenging and the diabetes took things away from you, then it's going to be impossible to come to a place of acceptance. That's why mourning is such an important process. When you lose a loved one, it's important to mourn that loss. Because if you don't, it's going to be hard to move on. And the same thing is true with type 1 diabetes, especially for folks who are diagnosed later in life. Mourning the loss of what diabetes has taken away from you is an important part of the process. And actually, it's the key to acceptance with type 1 diabetes. So what does it mean to mourn? Mourning is going through a process of grief. It's trying to make sense of where you are and how you got here. And most importantly, what your current situation, what your current circumstances means about you right now. So what does it mean to mourn what diabetes has taken away from you? the loss it's brought to you. It means trying to understand how you're feeling and trying to make sense of that. Trying to understand why you're holding on to the past and what you miss about the past. 
and what you are excited about for the future. The bright side of morning is it allows you to look forward and see what's possible next. And that's where I want to get you to, to that place where you can not only be okay with where you are now, but be excited about the next step for yourself. I want to ask you this question. Have you ever mourned the loss of what type 1 diabetes has taken away from you? Or maybe a better question to start with is, have you ever thought this was possible or a necessary part of the process? And if so, how have you mourned? And if not, what sort of benefit could you get from mourning the loss of what type 1 diabetes has taken from you in your life? Because let's be honest, diabetes is challenging. And when you're diagnosed, there is a big loss that's necessary to mourn. Now, I want to give you five steps that you can use to mourn the loss of what diabetes has taken away from you in your life. Step number one, face reality. It's important that you're able to look in the mirror at the reality of your life right now and see a reflection that's true. And that reflection is that you have type 1 diabetes and nothing you can do about that. Until you're able to face that reality and at the same time absorb that discomfort, recognize that this is not a fun place to be, but it's where you are right now. That's the only way you're going to be able to move forward and to mourn that loss. If you don't face reality, mourning the loss of what diabetes has taken from you is going to be really challenging, if not impossible. Step number two, acknowledge what diabetes has actually taken from you and how your life is different. Now you have to take insulin with every meal. Now you have to wear devices on your body, an insulin pump, a CGM. Now you have to count your carbs. Now you have to deal with low blood sugar and high blood sugar and all kinds of things. Those things are very real. And they're very challenging. And it's important for you to acknowledge what's changed, what's really changed. And then ask yourself this question. How do you feel about this change? How does it sit with you? What makes you sad? What makes you most uncomfortable? What is most challenging for you? By acknowledging what's changed, you can see the reality of diabetes for what it is. And then take steps to be able to acknowledge your feelings, recognize your feelings, and feel your feelings. Because feeling your feelings is an essential part of mourning. And an especially essential part, mourning the loss of your life before diabetes. Step number three, I want you to acknowledge what's not different in your life. This is where you really check yourself. It's easy to have our thoughts snowball about how horrible diabetes is and how now life is completely different. And that's a great story to tell. The only problem is the story is not completely true. Yes, there are things about your life that have absolutely changed. However, there's also a lot about your life which is still the same. And we want to be able to acknowledge that and recognize that and ground ourselves in that. Because grounding yourself in that is going to keep you steady on your feet and help you see that you have stability in your life, even when it feels like diabetes is pushing you over 
and making you awfully wobbly. So check yourself and acknowledge what about your life is still the same before diabetes and after diabetes. Step number four is mourn. This is really where the rubber hits the road with the mourning process. You want to give yourself permission to feel whatever you're feeling. Sadness, anger, frustration, confusion, hopelessness. When you feel your feelings, it helps you process them. It helps them be not so intense. And it helps you make sense of what you are experiencing. Processing means making sense of what you can and letting go of what you can't and having the wisdom to know the difference. You want to process the experience of being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. It's important. It's important to experience and to come to terms with what's going on and to try to understand it to the best of your ability, but also recognize what you can't change and what you can't understand and where there are no answers and becoming at peace with that. Because when you're at peace with that, that's the place where you have accepted the fact that you have diabetes and been successful in mourning that loss. And then finally, step number five, check yourself. So remember at the beginning of this episode, we talked about the challenges of not accepting type 1 diabetes and not mourning that loss. You hold on to the past, you're triggered, and everything gets worse as opposed to getting better. You want to check in with yourself and make sure these things aren't happening as you're mourning the loss. And ask yourself, am I holding on to the past still? And if I am, is it less so than it was before? Am I triggered by memories of the past or by things around diabetes that make it hard to accept? And are things getting better or are they getting worse? This is a great way to track your progress and to make sure that you are taking strides towards accepting diabetes. And it's a critical part of acceptance of type 1 diabetes in your life. Before we wrap up today, I want to do a quick recap of the five steps to accepting diabetes in your life, which by the way includes the key to acceptance, which is mourning. Step number one, face reality. Make sure you're realistic about what's going on in your life right now and don't sugarcoat it. Make sure that you're honest with yourself about the fact that you have diabetes and the fact that it's challenging. Step number two, acknowledge what's changed and then ask yourself, how do I feel about this change? How do I feel about living with diabetes, about having to pay attention to what I'm eating and my blood sugars all the time? and acknowledge whatever you're feeling. Don't try to fight it, don't try to push it away, but just acknowledge your experience and your feelings around that change. Step number three, acknowledge what's not different. Recognize that sometimes we make things a lot bigger than they have to be, and this is a great example. Yes, things have changed. There are a lot of things about you and your life right now that are the same as they were before diabetes as they are now. So be sure to check yourself. Step number four, mourn. Give yourself permission to process your feelings around diabetes and what you believe is taken from you. Those feelings are normal. They're valid. And you want to be able to make sense of them to the best that you can. And mourning is the key to accepting diabetes and processing the feelings is what's going to help you to mourn and to come out the other side stronger. And then finally, step number five, check yourself. 
make sure you're making progress and make sure you're not falling back into those patterns that are keeping you from accepting diabetes. Things like holding onto the past and being triggered and seeing that everything's getting worse. Check yourself to make sure that you are making progress. And if you're not, go back and visit the other steps. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If this episode has been helpful for you, please do me a favor and share it with a friend. Copy the link in a text message or an email and send it to them and let them know how much they would benefit from listening to it. That helps me get the word out about this podcast so that more people can benefit from it. And I always love hearing from my listeners. So please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist or email me at mark at the Psychologist.com. And of course, be sure to tune next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com. And be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.